welcome back to the Real Talk La La podcast. I'm with my co-host and dear friend Amy Tayar from Convos with Cousin Amy. Go check out that <laughs> podcast and subscribe and all that good stuff. Make sure you give her a five-star rating in this podcast too. So we just ate some bomb-ass protein like some, I had a health kick. We went to the gym. We went to the gym. Like I, I definitely was dying in there. You were there. Uh, <laughs> I was there. I showed up. That's what matters. That's it. Um, and we had came home, had these bomb ass. I introduced her. So my friend made these little snacks. It's like, um, it's just like a little power up after you eat, after you work out. Like you get your protein from the peanut butter. You get your little um sweetness from the dark and the antioxidants in the dark chocolate. It's like a little. A little oh, treat after, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was really good. Today, we're going to talk about accountability. Now, Amy here is my accountability partner. She's been really on it. I appreciate her for it. Like, I understand. Let me just say this. In the past, you know, you talk to people and you say, like, we're going to keep each other accountable. But people just, like, talk their shit and really don't do anything. Amy has been... Like, bitch, you need to do this. Stop it. We were in the gym. She was like, you're never going to change if you don't get it together. And I love it because I really do. I love it because people don't, I guess it's very, people are very apprehensive about it because I'm glad I don't take offense to it. You shouldn't take offense for someone. No, but I'm saying some people, some people do. And I like that you're really direct with it. I like it that you don't care if, you know. It's not about your feelings. People get in their feelings too much. And it's not about your feelings. If you really care about someone, you are willing to tell them something that that they that they might not like yeah. for their betterment. I'm not, I don't tear my friends down. I don't criticize them. I'm not like, you You fat bitch. Or the, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you want to change this. I'm also on a journey. You can't be an accountability partner if you don't hold yourself accountable. Right. I hold myself accountable. Like, I've made some changes in the past few months, and I also have way more things I have to be accountable for that I'm also working every day to be like, okay, Amy, no. If you don't do this, this won't change. It's, it's literally simple. It's one plus one. Equals two. So the math maps there. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. But I love that you just like continue to... Because I'm a person like... If I feel the struggle, I'll know that I, I can't give up. But the fact that you're just like pushing me and saying, look, you got to do this. You want to change. You have to do it. And then it, it makes me say like, okay, yes. I need to do this because... Change hurts. Change hurts. hurts. It's, not, it's not something that's fun. It's not pleasant. It's not easy. Once you get over that and you know, like, there's no way to get to what you want unless you get to it. Yeah. You just kind of have to have a mental, like, people are so into their feelings about everything. And I'm not talking about emotions. But a lot of times we tie our whole life to emotions. Look at how people eat. I was even telling my uh, friend of mine the other day. I said, she's like, oh, my God, I gained so much weight. I was like, that's because you order DoorDash every day. She's like, but that's, da, da, da. I was like, but... You're eating based off your feelings. What do I feel like today? What am I in the mood for? Mm. That's not how you're supposed... That's not how your relationship with food is supposed to be. Right. Treat yourself a couple times out the week. But in the meantime, you you have to sustain this body. You have to work out for fuel. Food is just fuel to... to, to now, I'm not saying hate every meal you have. But simplify your life. Like, you're just eating to get rid of the hunger pain. You know what yes, I'm saying? To yes. nur- nourish your body. Like... So if you're not thinking, oh my God, what do I feel like? What do I feel like? You'll be able to look at your cabinet and be like, okay, I can make this real quick. I can just eat something and go on with my day. Like, 
And you have to also know what you're putting in your body. It's not just about fitness. This is, this is an overall thing. Like, stop tying your needs to your emotions. Right. So it's like, yes, it's hard to work out. No one enjoys it. You're out of breath. Like, da-da-da. But I was in pain when I was working out. I hate it. I hate working out. But you know what I hate more than working out? Being fat. <laughs> not liking my body. Yes. See, I, I got the biggest I ever was in my life. Not even during COVID. Like, even though we're still... I'm talking about, like... Before COVID. No, literally just oh. the past couple months. Like, okay. during that, like, I was 150 pounds. I've never been 150 pounds in my life. Like, ever. Wow. I was always at 130, 133, you know. And then during COVID, I went to 140. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I'm 5'5". I'm five five. I look like I'm taller because of my limbs, but I have a very short upper body. So, when I gain weight, I, I get wider. Okay. And then when you, and you could see it. Like, it's very obvious on me. And my people be like, oh, you look good. You look thick, girl. I don't know. My frame was not made for thickness. Like, I, I don't know. Y'all could have that BBL fashion. My body's not made for that. Right, and I'm yeah. not comfortable with it. It doesn't yeah. matter what anyone else's opinion is. You have to live in this body. Like, so for me, I'm a naturally slim person. So I'm just like, I'm used to my body being a way that I like. And that's what I was going to do. So, and also I was noticing at my heaviest, I had less energy. I had like, I wasn't, I didn't like the way like my yeah, thighs weren't as tight. Okay. Like my body, I just wasn't comfortable. I wasn't comfortable wearing the clothes. It's out. not really about how other people feel. It's about how you feel about yourself. Thank you. If you're going to tie to any emotion, yeah. worry about how you feel about yourself. And if you don't like it, change it. You have the power to change it, especially when it comes to like the physical. Yeah. People are so quick to just run to surgery and that's their, that's their business. But like. There's so many things you could do in a healthier way that is more cost-effective. But I think even for the long run, if you run to something that's quick, every, like you said, everybody is in a microwave. They want things, the results right now. But it doesn't help you in the long run. Yeah. And you can, you know, have the surgery, get thin as hell, but then if your diet's not right or you don't have the right habits, you can gain all You can lie to society, but you can't lie, lie to your to body. Yourself. The inside yes. is, is, is whatever age you are, whatever habits you have. So if you, if you might have the perfect shape carved by Dr. Miami, but at the end of the day, if you don't work out at all, your cardio, your your heart. cholesterol, your heart, your, your, your muscles are in there like shrunken like this. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, like you think it's all like, mobility is a privilege and people don't understand like i want to be able to move around well into my 70s like my mom like you right. know what i'm saying i don't want to be sit on the couch like oh arthritis oh my back oh my knee like i want to be able to like move you know what i'm saying like right. we're all going to slow down at one point but i don't want my body to to not have the right I mobility mean, people are, are in their 30s having mobility issues oh yeah some people can't even walk up the block but for instance i also it's also good for your mental health. Like people Ooh, forget staying yes. active. Your blood is moving. You're getting them endorphins. You're getting the adrenaline. Like your 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 whole system runs better when you when you move it. Your body is meant to be in motion. We're not meant to be stagnant. It's actually just like how if horses stay down for too long, they die. Die. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we're not meant to stay stagnant. Like our bodies are supposed to move. Our circulation. Which, which moves everything. Our, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, that all goes back to, like, Dr. Sebi, where they're saying, like, all these health problems and issues that we have as humans, it's based on our diets. And if we are able to discipline our diet and, you know, eat more vegetables to cut out the meat, the, the um, dairy and all that, we inside will be so much better.
Yeah, and mentally you'll you'll mentally, have more clarity. Yes, yes. Like even if you're not doing it for the aesthetics, do it for your mental health. Do it yeah. for your mood. Like do it for your emotions. And that's just on the health side we're talking about. We're, accountability is like a whole bunch. Of oh other yes, things. Oh, a whole but, bunch of other things. But it's good to have a partner, accountability partner that is actually active and actually wants to see you win. And a lot of people say like, "Yo, I want you to see you win," but their actions don't dictate that they're not even trying to win with themselves you can't have somebody who and you have to know your strengths and weaknesses like you have strengths that i don't have mm-hmm. and i'm like okay you could be my accountability in that right and i have things where i'm like that that yeah. you know what i'm saying and i don't want and I, I don't think you should mirror the way i do if i inspire you to mirror things that's fine but it's like always i want you to know that even when i hold you accountable you don't have to do what i do do what's best for you mm-hmm. but just do it it's right. all about taking action because inaction is also a choice. Like, you choose not to do shit, you ain't gonna be shit. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? And you I have, can't lose weight if you don't want to exercise. And it's beyond just yeah. that. Like, I have, I have, you could have multiple accountability friends. Like, it's about who, it is, who's you don't even have to call is. them your accountability. Your, your net worth, your net worth is, is your, your net worth. worth. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you have to see who you're the closest to, who you spent the most time talking to, who you spend the most time around, mm-hmm. because that's going to affect your life. Like, the habits of your peers are going to eventually be your, your habits. habits. Yeah. So for me, I have multiple people that, do you think I want to work out all the time? There's days where I'm laying here like, oh, fuck, I should work out. And guess who calls me? My friend Mystic will be like, Amy, I'm going to the gym. I'm like, as soon as she says that, I get up. Doesn't matter how I'm feeling, because I'm like, get out your feelings, bitch. Get out your motherfucking feelings again in the gym. Because that's 30 minutes. What? That's not going to kill me. That's yeah, an yeah. hour. That's that's 1% of my day. You spend an hour in the bed. So Girl, like, I, spend, yeah. I spend fucking more hours on TikTok. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I need to get up and do something for myself. Like, And trust me, the, the trajectory of my day changes completely when I get up and work out. And that's just something for me. That just makes me feel like that yeah. might not be your thing, even though I think that's maintenance. After... You should start early, but I get it. People younger want to be out here destroying their bodies, drinking liquor all weekend, and then recovering, and they can do that. But if we're we're talking our age group, you're in your 30 plus, make it a habit to be active, even if it's just three times a week. Like, it's going to make such a difference. It makes such a difference. I feel like you could do it every day, even take 10 minutes out of your life. Whether it be, I, I forgot his name, and he was saying that he stretches for an hour a day. And I'm like, an hour? Like, that's insane. That's so, nothing. <laughs> but after a while, after you're doing it, you're like, oh, yeah, I can go for an hour. I can go for an hour and a half. But you have to, number one, show up, be disciplined, know that this is going to help you in the long run, and really take accountability for yourself. Stretching is very important. Flexibility yes. is important. I didn't realize that until this year. Like, because I was with me, I used to just be gym rat. Ah, that who. But, like, as my, like, tendons and limbs and hamstrings, all everything tightened, there's certain moves now I can't do because I didn't take this proper time to stretch. Right. I know that sounds like derbage, but it's, like, people really just be forgetting. They be focused on the weight loss part of it, and they don't really... No, I... Yeah, stretching so, is very important. For me... No excuse! You can do it in your living room. There's fucking yes. YouTubes. You could just... And you don't even have to start off an hour. You could do 15 minutes. 15 minutes and work your way up. Like, yeah. like I said, just show up. Yeah. Show up for yourself. Take accountability. Show up. And going back to the stretching, I have sickle cells. So sickle cell people, they always have, like, hip problems mm-hmm. and hip replacements and stuff like that. And I know a couple of people that have had their hip replacements. My doctor, like, I've had problems with my hips. But my doctor told me that it would be so much worse if I wasn't in gymnastics when oh, I was younger. thank God. 
So now I really take the time to make sure that I stretch my legs, my hips, all that area because I don't want to be 60 years old and have to have a hip replacement. Yeah, or be on a, a fucking right. walker or a wheelchair, you know what I'm saying? So the fact That's that... That's not sexy. Yeah, so the fact that... I'm going to still be fucking in my 60s, bitch. I don't know about you. A bitch going to be getting it in. So like, I do not want to be out here. I want to be the hottest bitch right. in the fucking home, okay? I'm but it, it just, <laughs> just goes to show you, even though I wasn't aware of it, the stretching, the gymnastics part, it helped me mm -hmm. in the long run. And I know now that I have to stick to it and make sure that I'm flexible because I don't want to, like you said, I want to fuck when I'm 70 years old, okay? I'm going to be getting it, bitch. Pass the KY in this She juicy now. Oh, though, shit. I don't know about after menopause. But, yeah, no, accountability, going back to that, because we are just talking about health. Like, you have to also know before you could even take on, accountability partner is not, your mentor, they're not, they're not someone who's who's responsible for your outcome. No. Yeah. Like, I could only be the example, and I can only tell you the truth, like, how she was saying, for instance, I'm a very direct person, and that doesn't work with everyone, but I would, I'm only to you how I'd want someone to be to me. Right. I don't need someone standing there and be like, yeah, you're doing good. I don't need a cheerleader, a brown noser. I need someone to be like, bitch, if you don't do it, this isn't going to happen. Because sometimes you just need that reminder. Yeah. So to get to get that extra boost of energy, or just, you just need to have someone to mirror that, like, I'm not going to tolerate mediocrity from my friends. Mm. You could go do that yourself, but you're going to have to sit in the back seat and watch me fucking glow up. Because it's like, and after a while, bitch, you're going to get left. And I, yeah. I'll say, I love you, but you're going to get left. Right. It's either you come with me, me or, or you get left behind. I'm yes. not waiting for nobody because my life and t doesn't wait for anybody. Like, so no. you got to yeah, love today. people enough to be direct with them. That's the that's real love. Like, And I always say, because I, I know you're a little sensitive, a little little person i'm sensitive too but i i, I was, i'm not that i'm sensitive but i'm not that but sensitive. i know how i am to where i come off because i've been told like i have my i like when i was a little kid i was kind of a bully so i know how like aggressive i could be but i need that see that see, no i don't want to i'm not a bully i don't want to no no i'm be. saying i need the directness but I, I, i've learned to hone it because it was like I know I can say things that are really like I know how direct and blunt how it could be. It comes off very harsh, mm -hmm. like damn bitch, like can you give me a second? And I'm like no, like you know because I have to talk to myself like that. Otherwise, mm -hmm. I am queen procrastinate. I'm queen like no, and I've had to literally bully myself into being my own accountability partner, right? Because it's like what like everyone's so used to being in a convenient spot getting out of their comfort zone things yeah. coming to them and like people saying yes you got it yeah, yeah people stroking their ego that's not how life is like yeah. that's why people think that they can manifest anything in their life and they think part of manifesting is just imagining and wishing no, on a star you have to take action you have to work like yes. if people think everyone could be a ceo about you can't because do you want those problems if you can barely be a good worker at a job do you, you really think no. that you can sit here and organize them you have to be real with yourself a lot of times people are successful in the things they are naturally good at or have enjoyment in when you enjoy something and you have a passion for it, mm -hmm. that is, it's, your passion is going to test you all the time. Like, it's, not, it's not like, oh, I have a passion yeah, yeah. for it. This is going to work out because I love it so much. That's the thing that's going to test you the most. So yes. it's like, you have to then be persistent with your passion. You have to really, really love something in order to endure what's going to come with that. Mm. And you have to also be able to be like, all right, this is worth fighting for because I love it. Okay, th this is... This little tedious shit that I have to do to build my business is fucking sucks. I hate this, but let me get this out the way because right. I can't get it done. Like, you know what I'm saying? And people forget that we are social fucking creatures. 
and we need each other. Everyone's just so it's community just is up, important. Yes, community is so important, and a lot of us day and age because we're such a digital world. It's either you create that community online, or you basically don't have it. Like I can't. I come to you. I I can only count on one hand how many people that I can actually like. If you were to lose everything, right? Yeah. Say you were to lose everything, girl. That's a God forbid. That's, God, that's than God forbid. You know. But who would you be able to turn to and say they got my back? My mama. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I said my mother. My mama. My mother and you. I would say like, but only to a certain extent. You can't yeah. feed off people and expect them to help you get to the next level. You only could lean on them for support in certain areas. And we it, all have our own shit. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I'm very lucky to say I have a great group of friends. And um, my problem is I am such, and I'm trying so hard at this. I could be going through the worst mm. time of my life. I could literally have a penny to my name, but you will never see it. Yeah. Like, you, I, I have such a hard time asking for help. I'm okay. I'm okay with being the ear to listen to, give advice. But, like, unless you know how to read me, like, people really don't know what the fuck. Yeah. Like, I'm very hard to read. I mask a lot. So that's also not good, which also I, I'm, probably I'm led me. Way, it probably hurt me in more senses why I had suffered from depression and suffered from, like, a lot of shit because... I'm just like, no, no, like, that's weakness. That's also, like, do you, I have that problem, too, but do you, ex if somebody were to say, I'll help you, do you accept it? Do you have a problem accepting it, it It's well? so uncomfortable yes. for me. Yes. It's so, I feel so uncomfortable about it, and it's like, you shouldn't. If you need help, like, people understand. Like, the people that fuck with you and love you will understand. Like, and if you're surrounded by people you got a question about that, then that's on you. You got to make, you got to yeah. evaluate, reevaluate who you're yeah. around. But, like, really, the people that you know, you know who fucks with you. Like, my best friend, Tiffany, she has her own fucking life. She got her own chaotic shit. And she had, but if I know, if I, and she, actually, it's not even that I know. She's shown up without me even, like, having to say that. Mm -hmm. You, for instance, I know I can talk about certain things with you because you'd understand and you empathize. And, you know, I'm, I don't like to be a burden to anyone in my family. And, I, and, and, like, family, I mean friends included. But you have to stop thinking like that. You're not a burden. People who care about you care mm. about you and they want you to, to do good and they want to help. Mm. That's the thing I'm trying to get past. I, I'm, I I'm getting know. there. I just, I'm getting there, but it's hard for me to get past that. Like, yeah. I'm, like It's true. People who love you do want to help. I don't think I've ever in my life asked, came out and blatantly asked for help. No, me neither. I haven't either. I've never said, like, I really need... I'll, tell, I'll complain about some shit little by little. Like, and if people don't... don't don't you know i'm like and also don't want people to kind of cry i'm just like oh girl you know it's not that ugh, okay bye like i'll downplay it because i also don't like to harp on my shit either like mm -hmm. i'm a person like let me just handle this because let me get a grip on it and i'm also kind of a control freak so it's like I, there's a part of me that is it's like almost it has a shame of needing the help but then like sometimes when you like i said as i'm getting older the, i'm realizing you when you yeah. need it you just need it and it's not even all the time it's not even all the time monetary it could just be like Oh, if I want to learn something, if I know someone who has the knowledge, just ask for the help. Yeah. Because you, you don't, we're grown. We're not, we don't need people to bail us out of situations as much. Like, if you have some wit about you, ask for, if someone has an opportunity, ask if somebody can help educate you. Hey, can you sit down for afternoon and teach me how to invest? Or yeah. teach me how to, to do this computer program because I want to become A, B, C, or D. Like, just ask for it. Like, you don't always have to make your life so complicated. Yeah, yeah.
And a coleslaw don't get fed, honey, so, like... I... We know this, and we still... We gotta get out of our yeah, ego. Yeah, we gotta get, we gotta get, our get out of ego, ego and understand that we do need... We do need community. We need that surrounding circle that is going to bring you to the next level. And the people around you, if they're not doing better for their life... That's, you're, that's you're, on them. That's, that's on them, but if you surround yourself with them, you're gonna be in the same position. But just back to humanity, there's there's moments like, and that's the thing, it, it's, a, it's a thin line because sometimes it could border opportunists sometimes in the sense where, I'm not talking about exactly what we're talking about, but I'm going to segue into this. Mm-hmm. People are like, yeah, if my niggas ain't winning, I got to be around with, yes, you do. But it's all in the mentality. Like, I, there's some people who kind of go a little too left and they only surround themselves with people who... They feel they can get shit from. Yeah, Do you know what I'm saying? There's a yeah. difference between being an opportunist and somebody who actually wants like to grow. wants to grow and have help. You know what I'm saying? But there's nothing wrong with being opportunistic in certain situations because mm-hmm. you should want to go for certain opportunities. But to be an opportunist is a whole different thing. Yeah. So it's like you also have to know who's in your circle, what their motives are, what like and how their character is, and know well enough to know even who you expose your plans to, even who you tell. Like, I don't tell people my business, like... No, because most people don't want to see you do better than that. No, they don't. They don't. And they will talk shit into your dreams, your aspirations, just to convince you that it's not going to work. And on certain things like that, keep your mouth shut until you start doing it or until you have already done it. Because people will shut your shit down. And that's because they don't believe that they can do it. So why would they believe that you can do it? I'm into hard launching. I'm a hard launch everything in my life. If I get married, you ain't gonna know until you fucking... You, the <laughs> wedding day? No, not even, bitch. We, we, you ain't gonna know until you see a picture of me and my husband, like, on our honeymoon or something. You're not gonna know. If I have a baby, oh, yeah, like, this is his first birthday. Like, you're not gonna know. Like, yeah. I'm not, I don't need to announce my whole life to the whole world. Like, if, if I started a business, you're not gonna know until my business is completely launched. Like... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't need people planting seeds of doubt, having their opinion that might stray my fucking focus. Mm-hmm. I don't need people asking me, even people asking you, like, oh, how's this going? How's that? Bitch, I don't need you to ask me how it's going. Like, just let me figure shit out the way So it what's your going. answer to that when somebody says, like, you I don't, can't... Well, the, to avoid that, I don't even tell them. Like, you know, there's mm-hmm. very little, pe- there's very few people that even know that I started a podcast. Okay. Because I want to, I want to fully immerse myself in what I want to talk about, I want to I want to learn as I go, and I don't want people putting their opinions. Exactly. You know, when there's too many chefs in the kitchen, you know, you end up making a shitty plate. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Everyone has different tastes and takes on things. So, but yeah, but being accountable, like having an accountability partner, is extremely important. Important, important yes. And like all your friends, people who love you, should somewhat help hold you accountable. accountable, even if it's in different areas. It doesn't have to be of your overall life. It could be, like, for for you, I think I'm more accountable when it comes to the business aspect mm-hmm. of, you know, like, editing and videoing and make sure that we do You're good that. with the tech stuff. Yes. I don't know. I'm not a gadget person. Yeah. Like, the shit that you talk about, I'm like, huh? Like, yeah. you know, I'm really much, like, fucking buttons all. I'm very much, like, a hands-on person, very person-to-person person. Like, I'm not really big on the, the techie stuff because I'm, I've, we're in the same generation, but I've always leaned on my charisma my my yeah. social skills my people skills because that's always what got me forward in life or got that's me your strength that's, that's my strength I, my artism my right artist, my, and I'm for artist. me that's not a strength for me artism. so i feel like you kind of 
encouraged me to get more into that. Yeah. And then vice versa with the tech stuff. I'm very strong in tech and everything like that. And I can teach you a few things when it comes to... Your friends should be your team. Like, be your team. Your life team. I'm not even just talking about, like, oh, I'm working on this. Like, when I'm having an issue with relationships or I think I have to, like... Like, when I self-reflect on how I react in a situation, there's certain friends I'll go to that know me enough to know, like, okay, Amy, they'll know whether I'm bugging or whether I'm not. Right. I'm not saying I'm going to go to five different people, but there's... One, I'll be like, yo, I know you're going to tell me the real. Like, what's... This is what happened. I just need a different perspective. Literally, there's even some family members. Like, I had a cousin the other day. I had, uh, I had felt, I got triggered because I had another cousin move into my building. Right. Me and my mom don't have, like, I'm from a Haitian background, for anyone who's watched. Like, you know me, so I'm going to explain it to them. I come from a culturally Haitian background, and anyone who's watching who knows or comes from the Caribbean, mother and daughter relationships are very... Direct and... Not even, they're very, it's very complicated. I'll say that. So there's a lot of love there, but there's very much a lot of control, a lot of criticism. Mm. It's, it's very complicated. And a lot of times, if you're a lot of times more than none, you don't really feel like your parent knows you. They're more like your dictator or they don't really try to get to know you. You're always going to be their little fucking kid. Yes. So like my mom talks at me and not to me. To me. That's what I was going to say. So for instance, love her to death. Don't watch this mom. But like I had. So for me, my dilemma in my relationship with my mom is that she, the, the way that she views me, it's never like she can't see me as an adult. Like, okay. so when I asked her to do things with me, like, Mom, let's create some memories. Like, do you want to go to the movies? Just come over. Like, let's watch a movie. Let's do something. Let's get our nails done. She's like, oh, yeah, I don't have time for this. But, like, if I needed anything, my mom would do it. Like, yes, you know, that, yes. that's where I'm, like, I'm lucky. So if that's my only issue. But it's sad because she's older. She's, like, in her 70s. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, you have about this much time left. Like, I, I want to be able to... Think back and be like, I remember that time me and my mom. Me and my mom's never been on a vacation. Me and my mom's never did, like, never did anything, like, that we just wanted to do together. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, that makes me sad. And I'm like, and it's like, I just kind of learned to just be like, all right, whatever. This is what it is. My mom likes to be at home. She likes it. I can't change her. And I just have to love her for who she is. Right? Like, oh, that. So, my cousin moved in. She's older. She's in her 50s. She moved into um, our building. And we have two different complexes. My mom lives in one. I live in another. So it's like, my mom never comes to see me. She never visits me. Like, she just thinks, oh, I don't want to bother you. I don't want to bother you. I'm like, you're my mother. Yeah. Like, so it's like, she never, like, she, she won't call me unless, like, it's been a long period of time. And she's like, oh, are you okay? Like, you know? Yeah. But when my cousin moved in, my mom found an apartment for her on the same floor. That happened to be on the same floor. So I go to see my cousin, and I'm just like, oh, Harry, she's like, oh, my God, I was doing this. Me and your mom, we, we Netflix and chill. We had our wine night the other day. We were doing this. We are good girlfriends, girl. Like, yeah. She comes to my house. She has keys to my house. She drops in, just brings me breakfast. Like, I'm sitting there like, wow. Like, a part of me was so sick. Like, I was so pissed, and I wanted to direct that anger towards my mom. Like, wow. Yeah. Like, like I, I was starting to get snippy with her on the phone. Like, aha, uh-huh, well, now you have your new daughter or whatever. And like, I, she don't deserve that. So I had to check myself because I was like, wow, this is triggering. You know what I mean? Like, why is someone else getting to experience my mom? And then I had, this goes back to accountability. I had to talk it out with one of my other cousins who is very level-headed when I'm extremely emotional. Okay. There's times you have to, it's also about, you have to be your own accountability partner to know also when you're bugging. Like, or right. when you're not doing something. So you have to show up for yourself first in order to have other people show up to support okay. you yeah so for me i had to show for myself and i was like okay like am i am i justified in this like am I, so i was like let me let me call my friend, my cousin because i knew to call her and not 
certain other people because yeah. my other friends is me you know they love me they'll probably go along and understand what i'm saying because they're just as emotional yes this this my, this person's been particular is not as emotional as me and she's very much objective but but she understands the family so right. she she also said she was listening very good listener and i i just poured out exactly what i just told y'all and she gave me a perspective that i didn't even think of which was what Oh, God, I can't remember verbatim, but I just remember I had a light bulb pop up in my head. Basically, to, to, to sum it up, she's like, did you ever think that for your mom, it, it's, it's harder because she's your mom. So there's not as much invested mm. as in your cousin as is you, you. You're her daughter. It's a whole different kind of thing. Like, she has a different set of worries, a different set of this. So it's like, for her, she's thinking 10 million other things before she's even doing it. So, like, you know, and, and it's, that might not make sense to some people, but it does to me considering no, the yeah. dynamic of me and my mom's relationship. But... When she was going through what, re responding to all the things I was saying, I was like, oh, shit, I didn't even think of it that way. Like, sometimes you just need someone to, like, really change your perspective because sometimes your perspective is based off of your emotions and your emotions lie to you. People think that your emotions are the truth. It's not. How you feel is not always what it is. You could feel a nigga's cheating and he might not be cheating. You could feel that somebody's, like, you know, lying to you and they might not be lying. Right. You could feel that something's so personal and it's not. It's not. So it's like I'm glad that you said that because then it made me look at a situation when it comes to my mother as well. Like when it comes to my son, um, she's not too quick to like help me out with him and watch him and stuff like that. But when it's other people's kids, it's like, oh, let's bring them over. They can sleep over and stuff like that. And I'm like, I get offensive with that. Like you don't even want to keep my your grandson, but you want to keep other children. But then, like you said, you have to look at their perspective maybe my son is a little too difficult for her or she does she wants conversation yeah. and she and as a grandparent it might be even though she sees him every day it might be painful for her to like have that time alone Whoa, with him you yeah. know what i'm saying it might be like damn like yeah this is a lot for me and your mom might have her own triggers that it's like okay this is because me i'm a person as i get older maybe it's age but i've always been like this i'm very sensory sensitive so it's like i can't be in a place that's too loud even though i'm loud as fuck like yeah. you know what i'm saying i can't be when i'm on the phone with like my cousins or my friends and their toddlers are like screaming their lungs out in the background i'm right. just like there's only so much of it i could take and i never want them to feel like it, it annoys me because that's their children i love their children and i love my family but at the same time it's just kind of like okay this is starting to like give me anxiety okay, okay. so i need to be like all right girl i gotta go like talk to you later <laughs> They're always going to not, they're not going to treat us the same. We can't expect to get the same behavior that they give to other people. It's easier to just be pleasant with other people you're not, like, invested in, to enjoy the other person. You know mm. what I'm saying? Me and my mom have a dynamic that is so rooted that it's like, it's it's like, okay, we could try to change it, but it's like, um, she's always going to view me as her daughter. Yeah. It's always going to be a thing. I'm not a parent, so I can't understand. You could probably get it more because you're a parent, but... For me, I'm just like, okay, fine. It's hard for me because, one, I'm the youngest, so I've always kind of been spoiled, and my mom's kind of yeah. overcompensated. But um, also, I just, like I said, I'm not a parent. So it's hard for me to have the perspective as, because I just see her as my mom. Like, that's my mom. Like, but your parents are not entitled to treat you any type oh, of no, way. Oh, no, they're not. They're not. They're they not. are people on their journey. Just because they have you doesn't mean they don't have their own shit. Like, the other day I saw, um, and we might be veering off the main topic, <laughs> but we all talk. The other day I saw a video, I don't know if people saw it, it was on TikTok. It was about this um, this young man, he was like screaming at this photo of his father who committed suicide a few months ago. Wow. 
he's like, you left us. And it was like the first time he really like expressed his feelings. He's like, you fucking left us. I hate you. I'm so mad. Why did you leave us here? I just had a kid. Like, if you like, I'm sure you can find it. It's pretty viral yeah. right now. But it was so emotional. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And then I was thinking and I'm like, I'm reading the comments. And I said, I said, wow, like, I understand his pain. But like, you have to also understand how much in pain your parent must have been. Like, mm. people forget that your parents are people too. Like, yeah. and just because they have you, their, their previous life might have changed, but it didn't stop who they were before you. Their, their, it doesn't change. Their it. mental illness, their damages, their heartbreaks, their traumas, their, their triumphs, all that shit was a part of their journey to even ha- to even bringing you into the world too. Right. So it's like, you have to understand, like, as you get older, you humanize your parents more. Like, for me, like, thinking about like my mom and her life and i'm just like I, i'm very grateful to have the mom i had because yes. it's like she's educated she she's she, she did for you as she did for as her she, she she worked for the board of education for 30 years she's a teacher she's chilling she's retired like she made a way for herself to be self-sustainable and provide for two kids on her own and not even just on her own she had help it's a community my grandma I grew up with my grandmother. I grew up with my family. As, as cuckoo crazy as they are, they were like, you know, yeah, a right. unit. Yeah. So it's like when you say, like, if everything was to fall apart tomorrow, I'm going to say it's a privileged luxury and a blessing that, yeah, people might not be here every day to call me. to. But if I was to lose everything tomorrow, I can tell you five family members I can go stay right. with. Like, I can tell you, and I'm not saying that that's the most pleasant experience, but just to even have that as like as not even a backup plan but just to have that as like a safety cushion yeah because life happens a, Anything lot, a can lot of happen. people don't have that though that's what i'm saying like a lot of people don't have that they don't have their mother to go to they don't have family members they don't have friends to run to and it's but your relationships are your responsibility and that's why i'm saying like yes you could have a shitty family your whole family could be ain't shit you could come from a generation of ain't shit people but as you get older you it's realize true. what you nurture is what grows. Yes. So it's like every relationship you have, you're investing in not only those people, you're investing in, in, in your, your circle. Right. Like, I don't take my relationships, like, light at all. Like, that's why I don't really get close to people. I'm very jovial. I'm very um, social. But, like, most people don't know me. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. you know of me. You know, like, certain things that I let you know. But when it comes down to, like, my vulnerability, I'm very guarded, which is yes. something I'm trying to work at because mm-hmm. that's also bad. You can't be too guarded. That's another reason why it's, it's, I find it hard to maneuver in romantic relationships. Okay. Because for me, it's like, I, just, I was telling you earlier, I was like, what's the point? Like, yeah, like, like, I'm like, what's the point? And I don't want to adopt that, but it's like, as I'm getting older, I, I've healed faster mm-hmm. from situations because I'm just like, okay, I've been here before. I've been right. hurt before. And I got through it. So what's the point of prolonging this hurt? Mm. I felt it. I felt it. Let me go take my two weeks to fully feel it. Go through all the messages. Look at the pictures. And then, okay, I need to move on. Right. And it's like, I don't want to be that callous. But it's like, like at the life same time, is happening. Yeah, yeah, you have to protect you your peace. On. Yeah, you have to protect yourself from certain things. Protect your peace. And know that you have to keep yourself sane. And that has to... Yeah. dispose of people or dispose of certain things then so be you it you have to detach to protect yourself yeah. like i had to break my own heart to save my soul bitch i had to like i was in love like i'm not like and we're not even we're, we're obviously going on with this <laughs> but whatever i was in a situation where 
I was so guarded for so long that I didn't allow myself to feel like close to somebody. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I finally met somebody who was like, I felt was like my best friend and like somebody who I was not only attracted to, our sexes, everything was just aligning except for, you know, we had a distance issue. We had a whole bunch of, we had another issue. But the, the thing is, after a while, at first I was like, let me tolerate this to, to get this feeling. Like almost like a, co- it was almost like oh, a yeah, drug addict. Oh, yeah. Like I was like, ooh, let me get, but it's like, and, and he would do the same. We were both so attached and kind of codependent. On each, on each other for the intimacy yeah but people don't realize just because you're intimate with someone whether it's um conversation or whatever like people think it's just you could have casual sex there's such thing as casual intimacy yeah people don't understand that like i feel I like mean, there is still a connection no matter if it's a one-night stand you still have mm, some kind of but a man men are different from us they can you could women are always so confused like oh but he treats me like a girlfriend he takes me here he does this he said he bought me flowers he bought me this like he talks to me every day Men aren't like us. Like, we think those things are deeper than they really are. Men could just literally compartmentalize and be like, yeah, I can have sex with her and have a casual encounter. Or, yeah, I can I can have, I, I can have the girlfriend experience with her, but then I'm, let me go back to my real life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I can have casual intimacy. Men will use you for the girlfriend experience, too, and go on with their life and, and live free. And, and I'm not saying that that was the situation, but what I'm saying is, I was so caught up in my feelings and so in love with this person. And I still, I, even though I cursed him out, cursed him to, whole, <laughs> to high hell, and which I don't, I don't suggest people do that. And it takes a lot for me to even get mad to do that, but shit happens. But I feel like when you love someone, really love somebody, like that doesn't go away. Mm. Like that doesn't go away. Like it, when you really love someone, it's a part of you that discovers a part of you that loves yourself. You know, right. or like a part of you that you have to learn to love. So, for instance, that taught me that I had to end it because after a while, I couldn't deal with the situation not serving me to a certain, and it was like bothering me. Like the feeling no longer, the feeling of the the relationship we have yeah. no longer served you, served me, or like gave me the feeling that I needed to sustain our distance to sustain like the other situations we had but i was like damn but i love him and a lot of women lose decades of their life a lot of women never get what they need because they are so attached to someone who's emotionally unavailable like not only was he i don't even think he wasn't he was emotionally unavailable he was physically unavailable like Mm -hmm. he wanted somebody there yeah okay so it's like and and but it's good that you took accountability and said, look, this is not what I want. This is not what I need in my life right now. And then you took the steps to... I mean, it was, it was a lot more complicated than I'm saying. I, but, but overall, you took the steps to make sure that you're doing the best thing for yourself. But and when I tell you, when I had to lay down and like try to recover from it, that shit ripped me. But I was crying for like... But I said, I'm going to give myself two weeks. Yeah, and then my friends were like, "Why are you listening to like all these sads?" I'm like, "I have to purge it. I have to get it out. Like, I have to like until their own way until I don't feel it anymore. I have to like, and like I'm not saying dwell in your pain. I was literally self reflecting the whole time. Mm. Like I was reading it. I was like, "What happened? What happened?" At one point, there was so much that I can go through, read through, look at until I had to look at me, and I'm like, "Okay, Amy, the reason you ended this is because you weren't happy in this." So what is this that, like, what, how are you going to continue moving? Like, you knew from months before. Yeah. And you've expressed it to this person that, you know, if we're not willing to sacrifice certain things, then we're not really in what we think we're in. So it's mm. like, we might as well just sever ties. But it's hard when you're attached to somebody. 
but it's not impossible. Doesn't matter if it's hard, it's gonna be hard. But yeah. one thing I did learn from that was what my needs were. Mm. Like what I deserve, what I need, and also what what, what you tolerate, I say this all the time, will persist. And the moment I compromised and tolerated my needs for just the simple attention or affections for, of him without him holding him accountable for meeting my needs. He met some of them. Yeah. But like the main ones that were super important that we both knew that if we didn't kind of address yeah. would be the demise of it. Once I realized he wasn't willing to, that's when I realized maybe I'm more in love with who I think he is than who he actually right. is. Right, his potential, yeah. Maybe I'm more in love with who I want him to be in my life than who he is in my life. And that's that's heartbreaking too. Like, cause so I, that you, is heartbreaking. But I think that happens in a lot of relationships. A lot. I don't. I think people are in relationships because of what they thought somebody could be or their potential or, you know, what they picture. People are, like, scared to be alone yeah. too. People yeah. are really fucking scared to be alone. Sorry, y'all. This shit is tight. But, like, people are really scared to be alone. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like... But... Back to accountability. Yes, yes, let's get back. Let's get back. Let's <laughs> back to accountability. Um, first, have to be accountable for ourselves, of course. And that's how you get to pick the right accountability partner. Because yes. you're like, bitch, I ain't doing good at this, so you got to help, help me. me. Right. Like, right. Or, or call me out on my shit. But go ahead, continue. I'm sorry. Um, be accountable for yourself. And don't take offense when you do get an accountability partner. Because. Amy, you're, I have to say it on camera, on podcast, like, you are top-notch accountability partner. I love it. Thank you. I love um, you, too. I never had somebody who actually, let's put it, like, really cared that I succeed in life. And it makes me realize that there's certain things I, I really have to work on within myself and but don't prolong that you can no, do stuff every day to every work day yourself. every day i think everybody everybody should improve their self every day if you don't have an accountability partner there's so much information on the internet there's so much videos there's so much coaches out there it's at your hands there's no reason why you should not be able to make your life better or even if it's a slight shift, just show up for yourself. The thing is, people are arrogant enough to think they always have time to do shit. But, like, in a blink of an eye, like, look, we were 12 years old the other day. Um, my brother just scared me the other day. He works on the highway. And I asked him, I was like, can you come to the house to help me move some furniture? And he's like, um, I got hit by a car. I'm like, what do you mean you got hit by a car? He's like, I moved out the way, but the car clipped his hand. Oh, so his no. whole wrist is messed up and i'm like that's so scary i'm like yes i know you work in a dangerous environment but it could have been over just like that and the car took off the, we have no idea who it oh was. hidden runs happen every day oh my gosh in the blink of an eye i'm like you have to take the time that you have now like right now we have this right now Tomorrow, I might not be here. Tomorrow, something could happen and you're not able to communicate. Even just that, if you want to get stuff done, every successful person I know, every person who I've been lucky enough to be around, the peers I've been around, like, even just observe, mm -hmm. who are actually pursuing it. And that's one thing about my ex. I was so... I think I fell in love with him also because he was 
such an ambitious and go-getter type of person that like that was such a I was attracted to that not because that's obviously sexy but like because inside that's who I am like so for me it's like I was almost feeding off of his energy to be like okay like I need to be around him to like even feel that so I can be on my shit and do it because a man like that's not going to be with someone who's sitting on their ass and it's not even just that it's like I wanted to be better for myself but I also wanted a partner that reflected who you are. Who I am yeah. and who... I want a partner who wants to always improve on this. So for me, I was like, oh, this is my fucking dream guy. Like, he's sensitive, positive. Like, he doesn't let things take him down too much. He's like, okay, if there's a problem, let me go to the solution. He's like, ah, oh, I'm annoyed, but whatever. Keep it pushing. That's the attitude I like because before I was so... I would catastrophize everything. I was so defeatist. I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, like, this didn't go right. Fuck. Like, you know? Right. And I'm like, how much time and how many years ago did I spend doing that yeah actively being the victim of circumstances that i didn't have any control over so i'm just like what the fuck like no so it was empowering to be around him so what i was going to say is like the lesson that i learned from all the people who are successful and who continue to be successful and this is not even about age there's people younger than us doing the goddamn thing there's kids out there for 13 years (gasps) girl what the fuck was that was that my plant oh my god did it break yes no, my baby. <laughs> so what was I going to say? So the lesson that I learned from all the people that are like successful in my life are is urgency. They have a sense of urgency with their life. So if mm. they're like, I want to do this, I they put it into action right away. They're not like, oh, I'll do it next week. I'll do they're like, okay, well, they'll start making a plan as soon as the idea pops in their head because it's true. When you let go of an idea... That it's shit never goes, coming back. That shit goes back in the yeah. ether. Someone else picks it up. You know yes. what I'm saying? You don't take urgency and action in the things you want. Someone else gonna do it. And you gonna sit around thinking, damn, I thought of that. How many of y'all have sit around, had an idea, saw the next person do it do months it. down the line, and you're like, fuck, that was my idea. Whether it's an invention, whether it's a, a, a idea for a show or pop. I literally had I was on TikTok the other day. There was this guy, he's like has over a million fucking followers. He literally, like, is just in bed, and he has this one line. He's like, I can't sleep, and this is, I'm going to tell you, this is what keeps me up at night. He always has a, yo, I swear to fucking God, in 2020, when, like, everyone's doing those, like, yeah. I was like, yo, I should just, like, I was like, what am I depressed ass? I was like, I should just, like, you know, like, just talk about, like, every night why I can't sleep, or why the fuck, like, why yeah. this or this. Like, I yeah. had the same format, and I was looking, I was like, damn, there's nothing original under the sun, okay? So just, when it comes to your life, and when it comes to life you want, whether it's simple or not, like I love people who love their life to be simple. Don't overcomplicate your shit. Yeah. But there's urgency. Like have a sense of urgency in your life about everything. Like just like when you know a bill is got to get paid a certain month, you got to make that money. You make, yeah, you make it urgent. Money, yeah. You prioritize that. Yeah. So why not do that when it comes to things that you enjoy or want to do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Well, it comes to your life in general. Like even I I, I going back to death and stuff like that i i see in like the black community i don't know why this is coming to me maybe it's supposed to but um in the black community nobody takes initiative to make sure that their life is set like if you pass away why is it that we are so gung-ho of making gofundme accounts why is people not on the urgency of getting life insurance or um (laughs) Go ahead, keep talking. Life insurance or like 
setting themselves up for their death, like even buying a, a plot in a cemetery or something. Like these are the important things that we sleep on, and then when something happens, we don't have it in place. Death is inevitable and it's unpredictable. So to me, I don't understand it either. And the thing is, it's a lack of certain information. I won't say education, but it is somewhat. It is. It's a lack of of education yeah. in the sense and urgency that like and also people don't like to black people that's oh my god this is gonna get so crazy but like we as a community are so faith-based that it, it blinds us from being rational mm. everything is pray it away pray oh, it yeah, away yeah, pray yeah. it away go to the church give the pastor your tithes meanwhile the pastor got life insurance the pastor is driving a Mercedes. The pastor's house is paid for. And when you get in yourself in trouble and you get put out of your house, or your son all those arrested. times that you done paid is not coming back to you. Yes, you want to have your spiritual side. You want to have your religion. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you should negate that. But God didn't tell you to be stupid. God gave you the knowledge or the ability to look up stuff whatever the fuck you believe in to me before we get crucified <laughs> i'm not here quoting fucking no, the no, bible no. but what i'm saying is religion can be an amazing tool yes to help you get through things in life whatever religion that is if it like if you have faith i think that's a strong mental tool to be like all right yeah. i can i can endure certain that's where it's great but a lot of times as long as your religion isn't exploitive, you have to also be accountable for yourself and know what you believe in and be strong enough with your relationship with whatever you believe in and whoever you believe in, God or whoever you call God. You have to be solid with that before you let another human being tell you what, oh, God spoke to me. Is it like, no. You have to also know what your priorities are. What you like, so it's like no one's saying don't contribute to a community or church. Oh no, 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 I'm not that saying you that. love. But what that, I'm, saying, I'm not saying, I'm not even judging that. But what I'm saying is, in a whole for the community, we are so faith based that we don't think about the practicalities of life, and it's unfortunate because there's so many layers to this because society has also made it that we are the lowest paid. We're, it's harder for us to do. Like it's just a fact. But I mean, luckily it's shifting with the internet and people doing. Yeah. Stuff. But what I'm saying is, there's a whole generations. There's generations of people who we're just struggling to get by. So their their thoughts are never the future. It's day to day. So I can't really shit on too many people because if you have a generation of people who come from a certain de demographic, right? Because the thing is, society paints all black people the same. We have so many different like. I didn't grow up in the hood, and I'm not saying that, not to say that some people get out of adversity, and but you have to understand. I didn't grow up in a low-educated family. Like I didn't grow up in struggle. So yeah. for me, were there struggles in my family that had to do with other things? Were my was my family rich? No, but we were a middle-class family who was well-versed, well-traveled. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is. I never as a kid had to worry about how my mom was making. Like, there's people who really grow up who have not only complicated situations, but they come from generational trauma, generational bullshit that their grandma didn't figure out. So it's like, right. so it's like I can't get too hard on, on, on our community, but we do have a responsibility mm -hmm. to each other. Because we are community. What the, we have to stop thinking that what the next black person is, oh, she ghetto, she in the hood. We are responsible because we all represent yes, each other. Yes. Like, what if they're doing bad, guess what, bitch? Just because I'm sitting in a cute little condo, I'm doing bad, too. Because when I walk outside and law enforcement, I'm, I'm a just like her. I, right. I'm just as ghetto. You know what I'm saying? Right. They don't look and say, oh, that's.
majority. So it's like we have to be responsible, the ones that do have the knowledge, the ones that do know about certain things, to be like, hey, sis, I know you want to get the new iPhone, but like, do you have this plan? Or do you have this, like, your phone's working fine, right? You don't need to upgrade it. Why don't we take this money and why don't we put our money together and invest in this? Or, hey, have you heard about... Uh, crypto. Let's talk about crypto instead of meeting up to talk about who's fucking who totally, and yeah. talk about the fucking shade room and you know what I'm saying. Like you have to also set your community up to win as opposed to watching them fail. That's why they call us crabs in a barrel. Yeah, because we put. I I agree with that, but then there's also the resistance from the people that you are trying to teach. You can't see. You can't. You can lead somebody to water, but you can't make them drink. But you can be the example. But that doesn't mean you should stop trying. No, I'm not saying stop Like, trying. if one person doesn't want to learn, if you're the example, that's fine. That's their choice. Everyone has choices. Yeah. I might be able to teach your kid. I might be able to teach your cousin. I might be able to teach the next person. Right. It takes one person for you. Like, if Because there's how many examples do we have of one person taking or mentoring someone in a really bad, fucked up situation they see in the light and then they go back to their community and change, change the, whole the whole shit. shit yeah. Because maybe, maybe Keisha can't relate to me because she's like, oh, look at this bougie ass stupid bit. Like, but if someone else is open and I, she can relate to somebody who's learned, who grew up like her. Yeah. Because the only reason people would be resistant is because they can't relate. Or maybe they like to be in a fucked up situation. So we have <laughs> to take accountability for even our community giving yeah. out to our community. We're all responsible for yes. each other. But you know what? I heard a quote. Uh, there was a quote that Jay-Z said. Like, I think somebody said something. It was an interview. I saw a video. Um, people were like, oh, you know, the black community's like crabs in a barrel. And Jay-Z was like, well, crabs aren't supposed to be in a barrel. <laughs> like, oh. So, like, you wonder why we're all like... Yes. bitch like so we're not meant to be in a fucking barrel but bitch we 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 have to be able to like yeah be responsible for each other and that's i have faith and I've, i'm seeing it happen like in generation in the younger generation i mean there's a lot of fucked up shit going on in the younger generation like they're probably gonna be the less the least to have babies and the least to fucking be married but they're doing great struggles there's, there's never been so many black Entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs especially yeah. women and when you when the women change in society the whole society changes that's just a fact yeah like we, once we the women are educated once the women are wealthy like the whole society changes so like in the next like 10 20 30 years the you're gonna see a lot more black people living in luxury a lot more black people owning lands a lot more, like it's already happening so right. it's like right that's why it's hard in our millennial, like, because we're we're in between old school we're and like new school. Through the transition, but we need to push through that shit. Yes, yes. The, the information's out there. Um, like you said, your fellow friends, neighbor, give them the information if you have it. Stop. There's enough. There's Stop gatekeeping. Yeah. Stop gatekeeping. And there's enough money or whatever we're looking for in the world for all of us. It's not a competition. It's not like you can take what I have away from me, like my talent or whatever's meant for you is going to happen to you. And either if you help somebody get to where they need to be or not, what's meant for you is going to come to you. Period. The only reason we got this far as a community to where, even though we all know racism still alive and they all hate us, but you know, they want to be us. But it's because at one point we were united as a community. Yeah. Like the civil rights movement didn't happen because white people were like, all right, here's your freedom. It's like, I'm sorry, yep, I said it, like, I could say it. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't... Yeah. Yeah. No. We took action. We collectively... Accountability, 
action, community, and responsibility. Yeah. This is my own urgency. My it's my own personal opinion, but I think the worst thing we did as a community was integrate. I'm sorry. That's another podcast. We'll nah, get into it. <laughs> Integration um, is what kills our community. Of course. They're trying to kill off black people in general. Well, why do you think they're doing all the testing of drugs and everything in Africa? Because they don't want us to prevail past them. But that's a whole different podcast. Integration put us in chains. We literally were like, here you go. Because while we were doing fine and we were, we were literally, we, we still have, if not a little bit more struggles now than we did before. And that's just my opinion. Socially, I'm not saying like, you know, just like I said, there's more entrepreneurs now, but look at how individualistic we all are. Yeah. And every other culture is still community-based. They're still gonna look out for each other. They're still gonna give each other. They have to because we're. If you think about it, we if we were to become a community and work together, we'd be so strong. We're strong alone as we stand. And other races have communities because they know they're stronger like that together. But if we were to come together, we would like end all. That's what the world's scared of. We built. We built this. Okay, this world you're living in, black people built it. We built it for y'all to do whatever. But like I said, that's going to go on the next podcast. The next podcast, we'll talk about that. Make sure you subscribe, like, rate, do all that stuff. Write a review if you're on Google Podcasts. Um, It really helps the podcast out. Help the community. Support Black Podcast. Support Black Business. Check out my girl Amy. Combos with Amy. Cousin Amy on her podcast. And we'll see you in the next one. Yes. And and support. Support. Be an ally. Okay. (laughs) If you're Black, you can be an ally. Bye, guys. Bye.